got, I got, I got, I got loyalty, got royalty inside my DNA. Cocaine quarter piece got war and This guy, bro, always <laughs> with a weird. You know what? No, you know what? I think that come from um that came from rather the last uh, episode I listened to and the intro music was uh, dun, 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 dun. what was that? I can't remember what episode it was, though. but the intro was a bit mad. It was, was funky. It? I liked it. I was well on. Okay, yeah, 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 glad yeah, you liked yeah, it, yeah. guys. Welcome to another episode of the Mandem Circle. The Mandem, the Mandem. Um, thank you guys for obviously tuning uh, in, tuning in and supporting us yeah. on a well kind of weekly, <laughs> bi-weekly <laughs> basis. Um, yeah. It's much appreciated, guys. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, we do appreciate you for tuning in, uh, lending us your ears for however long, whether it be half an hour, forty-five minutes, or an hour. Exactly. Uh, we appreciate the love and support, and hopefully, uh, you can keep showering us with that love. Definitely, definitely. Uh, let's do the socials. socials. I let you do it this time. Okay, okay. No pressure. Um, so, random <laughs> circle on Twitter. Uh, Mandem Circle on Insta and Mandem Circle at gmail.com You almost forgot that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so basically today we've got a very, very, very interesting discussion about, um, because obviously as it is Black History Month, we yeah. thought we'll um, put some knowledge and discussion and so hopefully we can talk about it and yeah, just to throw it out there, I've never actually agreed with Black History or History Month. I can't talk today in the sense that I don't feel Black History should reside within just one month. Black no, History it should be every single day, if you know what I mean. So, yeah, Definitely. this is just one month out of 12. Yeah, yeah. I think it, mate, history, our history goes far and wide, and for it to be yeah, for put it just into to be one month, constrained within one month, this is the history of our entire race. Exactly. If you know what I mean? It's not the history of a country culture so mm-hmm. yeah but yeah no today people we're going to be talking about who do you think you are okay what do you mean by that so um as previously discussed off air but like, there used to be a show that on bbc i believe it was bbc whereby um known figures because i don't like to call them celebrities would um trace their lineage and their family history to find out who who they are and because i've been reading a lot recently about like pan-africanism and the transatlantic slave trade and this uh, loss of self-identity as a result of um, the slave trade for many of our um, african brothers and sisters overseas um, it just got me thinking about who I really am, if you know what I mean, and got me asking questions. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. So, who do you think you are? Okay, nice, nice introduction to that. So, um, Abs, obviously, as we've been talking off air, um, you obviously made great points to obviously a bit of your history and a bit of your ancestry. So, yeah, um, I don't mind if you mind sharing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll break that down for you. So, um, Recently, I sat down with my parents and um, at dinner, funny enough, and we were discussing like um, my lineage and my history. Mm. So, 
growing up, I've always just uh, believed I was Sierra Leonean. Yeah. Like, that was it, Sierra Leonean. But it wasn't until I sat down and had this conversation with my dad, I found out that, in fact, I am Sierra Leonean and Malian. So I hail from Mali as well. So in terms of my father's side, his mum is from the indigenous tribe. They're called the Limba people. They have roots that trace back to Ethiopia. Okay. Which I was not aware of whatsoever. Like So when he told me, I was, I was like, oh, wow, really? Yeah. That's extremely interesting. And then he's down his uh, paternal side, so his father's side, my great-grandfather was a merchant from Mali. Okay. So he held the Kamara Zangari surname. Mm. So yeah, he used to sell, um, he came over here, came over to uh, Sierra Leone and decided to reside and start life in Sierra Leone, hailing from Mali. My father's um, father's side, my grandfather's side, um, they are of um, Mandingo blood. Okay. So the Mandingo tribe of West Africa, who were arguably one of the two biggest um, armies of militant military, military, military armies of yeah, Africa, yeah. bases in West Africa. So you had the Mandingos and you had the Zulus. Yeah. The Mandingos also constituted to the Malian, em- the great empire of Mali. Okay. Whereby you find the richest man that ever lived, yes. King Mansa Musa. Yep. So just learning about all of that history I just just found it so intriguing I was like oh wow that's how I'm a warrior and I'm from the (laughs) (laughs) I'm from the tribe which accounted for the richest man that ever walked this earth this is like it gave it gave me a greater sense of self worth not to say like I didn't appreciate I don't appreciate who I am Mm. but just knowing that little bit of history yeah that deeper bit of history just made me feel oh wow so there's a lot to me and not to forget my mum's side as well my mum is Timney. Uh, they are the indigenous people of the area that you is commonly known now as Sierra Leone. Okay. So my mum is indigenous Sierra Leonean and then my dad is a mixture of East African and Malian, West African. Okay. So, yeah. so I'm a mix up, mix up. So <laughs> <laughs> what about yourself? Uh, me, do you know what, yeah? I've never actually had um, the opportunity to speak to my mum. Um, about obviously my ancestry mm. um, so the only thing I do know is that obviously my mother's father was a king in uh, Bolonghafo so basically as nobody most a lot of people don't know it's basically a tribe in um, in Ghana so obviously you have the, the Shanti tribe um, who else who has it's the Ashanti tribe that's one where everyone knows then yeah. there's Accra they have a tribe in Accra so Accra, Accra and Kamasi is a Ashanti tribe the one in Accra I forgot what it was and basically if you go west you have the Bronghafo which is very much it kind of it's close to the border of I think it's the Ivory Coast I think so to your west yeah to my west side yeah and um, so I know that my granddad he was like a king and he had massive uh, a massive estate that he was obviously in control of obviously yeah. and he had plenty of kids so it kind of split up and but beyond that I don't really know too much about my ancestry mm. um, but as you sort of bring that up now it's sort of making me think right okay where am I actually from because I used to go around and say yep I'm pure-blooded 
Ghanaian in it. Yeah. When technically I don't know if that's true or not. Mm. I could be from somewhere else. I personally believe that people are obviously that borders Ivory Coast and stuff like I think possibly that could be a slight Ivorian. Yeah. But I wouldn't know. Mm. Because I don't have the opportunity or I can't speak to um, I can speak to my mum about it but yeah. obviously I don't have my granddad and stuff like that so it'll be very difficult to trace it all the way back yeah but the only good thing about it is that obviously I've realised I was talking to my friend today about it and as a British a British African anyway first generation African mm-hmm. at least I can say okay I'm from Ghana I can trace myself back towards to say I'm African you know where you're from yeah in, within Africa because yeah. You go over the Atlantic water and go to sort of America, they don't know nothing. They just know that, or some don't know anything. A lot of them just say, you know, I'm African-American, I'm an American and that's it. So it's unfortunate that they feel like that. And what makes it worse is that they don't believe that they have any relation to Africa at all. Mm. Which is is sad, actually, in a sense. Yeah, very sad in the sense that Obviously, as um, a consequence of the transatlantic slave, um, yeah, the slave, because it wasn't a trade, it was a kidnapping. Yeah. Like, they lost all sense of self-identity and knowledge of self. Like, and coming on to, like, my next question, like, do you think us as first generation British Africans take it for granted that we know where we're from? And we never sit down to ask our parents the questions like um, these oral tells of actually finding out who we actually are mm, definitely I think um, when you I think a lot of Africans a lot of even the Caribbeans in it or African Caribbeans I think we're very much happy to say okay we're African and that's it yeah there's not tell to say okay where did we come from mm. so um, there was a guy I haven't read about it but there's a story about my friend keeps telling me and I'm not sure what the man's name, but it's called Deng, and he's from um, South Sudan. Mm-hmm. And he was um, basically what the story is is that his tribe was basically going to be extinct. And so what he done, he basically married, I think it was like a hundred and forty something women, and had kids everywhere. Okay. So, but the thing what was sick about it is that every one of his kids where they had like a specific name for each one of them so some would be most of the boys would be called Deng something or Deng whatever or Noel or whatever whatever name it is so every child now which they have thousands and hundreds of they can trace their linear back Oh, because if they're called Deng they know that they're from the original Deng mm-hmm. and they can trace it all the way back to him and say okay we're family just through the name itself just through the name itself wow so literally you can go all, you can trace it all the way back because I think uh, in so you would have to be of the lineage for you to have the name to be given the name then. yeah yeah and also you and with it also um, with the women when you have children you have to have the father's name before you have your name so what do you mean oh so you have your the paternal name and then yeah, yeah, the yeah, child's yeah. name yeah so just ah. say my dad was called Frank for mm-hmm. example say my I'll be named um Isaac Frank or Frank Isaac whatever then my children were named Frank Isaac Terry okay so the father's name yeah each predecessor passes on the name yeah I got you, you see what I'm I got you I got you I got so you. because it passed on you can find you that delivery trace, trace it all the way back in it wow and 
That's I amazing. was like, that is sick. Like, if you think mm. about it, like, you can always trace it back. So I was thinking, obviously, as a joke, I was like, oh, when I get my girl and have children, I want to call my children Isaac 1, Isaac 2, Isaac 3, mm. so I can trace it back to yeah. the linear. But, um, but that's what some people do over, um, especially over the waters in North America. Yeah. Like, you have Richard Watkins. Senior, junior. Senior, yeah. junior, the fifth, blah, yeah. blah, blah. So do you think they d- they've done that in order for them to be able to trace their lineage? Or do you think they've just done that as... Do you know, some people just do it because I was named after my granddad. Yeah, so was I. It wasn't, I'm not too sure if it was just because I could trace it back. I think it was just a name out of memory to of my granddad yeah. to say, okay, you are Isaac or mm. Isaac Jr. Um, so... I wouldn't, I'm not too sure if I was to call my child Isaac too or Isaac Junior Junior and stuff like mm-hmm. that to trace it back, but I would try to make it something which it can be traced back. Mm. Question, why do you think we take advantage of knowing, of not asking these questions? Um, like gen- we just assume we're purebred Sierra Leonean or Ghanaian or Nigerian or Ivorian, Senegalese. Um, we never take the time to ask these questions. Why do you think that is, though? I think most people are just happy. Happy with, okay, you know, I'm African and leave it as that. I think going into it too much is time and effort, which a lot of people don't want to do. And until you've made, raised this to myself, even I'm like, before, if somebody told me, you know, what's your lineage? I'll be like, no, no, and I don't really care too much. Mm. But now I'm thinking, okay, this might be interesting. Yeah. And it's a story that you can tell, that you can pass on to your children's children, um, and they can pass on to their story. And obviously you can trace it back and say, you know what? Like, my dad was a great king of whatever. And your children can be looked at as greatness. Yeah. Or royalty, mm-hmm. in, in its essence, as, as we were saying off air. Yeah. Like, it gives you like, a, a, you develop a great sense of self, but you know yeah. just exactly where you come, where you come from. Exactly. Like it's, I, f- I find it like it's, it's, it's actually quite scary. When, you, when I think about it, in the sense that all of this stuff is happening or has happened within our families, and we don't know. Yeah. Like we could have had like without. All rule tells, and I say all rule tells because most of this stuff happens through is word of mouth. Like mm-hmm. if you don't sit down and have these conversations with your family mem- family members, you'll never know because a DNA test won't tell you just exactly. Oh yeah, your granddad helped. It will say yeah, you you have um, DNA in Senegal. Yeah, but it's not going to say who your DNA is. Yeah. Whereas your grandma could say, oh yeah, you know your great 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 granddad was a chief in the village or he was a king. Blah blah blah. So you have that great sense of self-purpose like, and, and self-awareness. Do you know what? I think we spoke about this a couple of podcasts ago. And we were saying how, as black people, we rarely write books about our history. Yeah, we don't. We're never the narrators of our history. Yeah, yeah. We're, it's always word of mouth. It's always like, oh, you know what? This person done this. Oh, you know what? This person's done this and whatever. And we're not like writing it down and documenting it down mm-hmm. so people can see obviously our mm-hmm. history and understand that look, we're, we've been great people for generations and generations because yeah. it will give us a better understanding of where we are at this present moment. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. 
But why do you think, so my question to you is, um, in America, and it's places like that, America, Caribbean, why is it the fact that some either don't want to know their history or some are happy with saying, you know, I'm either Caribbean or I'm American or even I'm British? Um, well, it, that's a difficult one to say. I can, I, to answer in the, in the sense that, for one, I'm not like Caribbean or American. The only thing I can really think of, like having read books, like and I've read Malcolm X's autobiography of of recent, is that when it came to when it came to the the kidnapping of our African brothers and sisters, the transportation of them overseas. Um, initially, they were able they were able to recognize who they were yeah. because families were kept together initially yeah so they still had um the privilege of all hotels yeah so stuff was always passed down from mother to son son to next generation so on and so forth yeah but eventually as uh, because of the fact that these individuals these um africans knew who they were mm. and their sense of uh self-identification self-awareness this used to cause a stir with them and the the slave owners yeah so i remember a slave owner slave owners got together and they met an advisor from germany i can't remember the gentleman's name and this gentleman said um basically in order for you to have total control of your slaves of your so-called property you need to strip them of all self-knowledge. From that moment on, when our African brothers and sisters landed in the Caribbean or in North America, they were separated. Yeah. So as soon as you're separated, you lose that. Your <laughs> the likelihood of you ever hearing who you really are is basically at zero percent. Yeah. Like you're never gonna have that privilege again. So when you don't know who you are as an individual and you're being told all these anecdotes of yeah ah Africa's full of savages everything bad is associated with Africa yeah like you want to distance yourself from that because to them they they believe that oh I'm not a savage I'm not mm. a barbaric Mm-mm-mm. they believe in what they're being told yeah albeit it's completely different and mm. it's not what we're like over on the motherland but they're none the wiser because they've been stripped of knowledge of self. Yeah. And if okay. you're being forced, if you're being force fed this information, like you said, <laughs> the more you say it, the more you believe it. Yeah. So if that's all you're constantly hearing. That's all you're believing. So you don't know who you are mm. until this slave owner now goes, okay, you're my property, so-called property. I'm going to name you Williams. So now you become Williams. So now you're bearing the tag of your slave owner. So you've mm. lost all sense of your indigenous identity. Mm. And through the connotations and associations related to Africa of barbarism and savagery, you don't want to be part of that. So you distance yourself from it. It's all part of the divide and conquer. Mm. You've lost your knowledge of self-identity. For one, they stripped it from you. Now they tell you the motherland 
is bad. Number two. So now you don't want to go back. Mm. They, now, they've, now they've given you their name. So now you, you're associated with them and everything they do is good. So now you're believing everything they're doing is good. Albeit that's not all of them though. No, it's not. Many a slave did revolt. And funny enough, that's why Freetown in Sierra Leone is named Freetown because that's where a lot of the emancipated slaves ended up uh, residing. Okay. So a lot of the slaves that were freed and had went back to the motherland, that's where they went. That's why you ha- find some Sierra Leoneans like Creole who have European surnames. Williams. Yeah. And Cole and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Taylor. Because they're not indigenous surnames. They're European. Yeah. But because obviously they lost that identity in, in, <laughs> in the first place, they've come back. To find their identity. But at least they well. were able to come back to the motherland in the yeah. first place, if you know what I mean. So, but having said that, like, why is it do you feel that despite some people knowing that this surname, this this tag, as I like to call it, isn't who you really are, why do you think people still carry it? Um <sighs> like you have a choice, like you could go deep pole and change your name. Yeah. Even if you don't know who who you are, yeah. You could change your name to something you feel relates to you as a person, yeah. if you know what I mean, rather than bears the mark of a dreadful past I think people do it because they probably I think do you know I think it's the same that goes with it's the same reason as how people use the word nigger in what sense in what sense it's about people obviously pre- previously obviously during the slavery times it was used as uh, as an insult as or Used that as we wasn't we was cattle. It's slander. It's slander. So now coming to 2019 now, we'll be like, oh, what's going on, my nigga? Because we've changed it. We've changed the meaning of it, or changed how people word how people have worded. Because I've realised there's certain times I've gone on like Instagram and I'll like call my friend a nigga, like I'm pissed off with him, and he'll be like, oh, bruv, you use er instead of a. I'm like, huh? I'm like, it makes no difference. It's still the same thing. But again, if they identify it as something completely different they don't see the past behind it or the issues behind it apart from when predominantly when white people say it some people are okay with it some people are like whatever with it but I think that's why people keep their name and be like you know fuck it I'm going to change I'm going to make it better so they don't want to bring it back into their old African their African name basically but even if it's not an African name, why would, wouldn't you just want to change your name? Some people just don't. Some people don't care for it that much. And again, like you said, if you've been stripped of everything and they're like, yeah, okay, I'm African, but they're like, okay, what else am I going to call myself? Mm. And that's the question. They'll say, what else am I going to call myself? I don't know anything. I don't, I'm not going to go back to find out what my name is. So what can I call myself? I know what my African name is because it's attached onto my name. Yeah. So I would always be like, okay, fine. If somebody said, okay, what would you call yourself if not? And I'll be like, yeah, okay. I'll call myself Kweku. Mm-hmm. Obviously, English pronunciations. But um, I'll say because I know that is my name yeah. or my African name and that is what's with my culture in it. Yeah. But if you don't have that and your name's just Jeff, yeah. what do you want me to call myself? Because if I don't know what country I'm from, 
How can I call myself a name that relates or that suits or fits me? If I don't know my history at all. Yeah. And it's be stripped. Because my thing is, like, if I didn't... Obviously, I know that if I had a European surname, that's not my surname. Of course. Because obviously it's not indigenous to who I am. But yeah, again, wouldn't that intrigue you into wanting to find out who you actually are? Why do you think people are are inclined to dismiss, like dismiss it and say, no, forget my roots in it. This is where I am today. Because ultimately, your history makes you who you are. Yes. Without knowing it, you don't know who you're going to be tomorrow. So imagine now, remember I was saying off air, if you have a child now and your child comes to you and asks, daddy, where am I from? And you can't explain to them where they're from. Like, does that, would that make you feel some kind of way as a parent? Do you know what? Or would you just have like a blase attitude about it? Obviously, some for some people, they don't know. But would that not give you an inclination into finding out, okay, wait, my child wants to know who we are. I don't even know who we are. Let's find out. Yeah, of or course. would you rather just dismiss it and be like, you know what, you're American. You're See, born here. Because America, being American, North American, that's a nationality. It's not mm. a race. Yeah. It's not a culture. It's, it's a nationality. Yeah. I think, I, I can't judge, I can't speak on their behalf in it. Yeah. Um, I can only speak on my behalf. And I've gone through my own sort of understanding recently. So, obviously, as you all know, I'm Ghanaian. And obviously, um, my parents are Ghanaian, whatever. But the issue is, is that I don't speak, obviously, my, my mother tongue. Mm. I can understand it and I can speak it kind of all right, whatever. But I'm not great at it or I can't have a proper conversation. Yeah. So, when I was younger, I was like, forget that. You need to speak English. Because mm. I was like, fuck it. I know English. Speak English. And now I'm obviously of an older age and higher knowledge of certain things. I'm like, no, I need to learn how to speak my language so I can pass that down to my children. Yeah. Because if I can't pass that down to my children, all it does is makes them more British Yeah. as it goes. And they're not going to realise, okay, they're going to be like, Daddy, where am I from? I'm like, and I can't explain to them because I haven't taught them anything about their anything culture. About it, yeah. And I'm talking about the basics of a language, a language barrier, which they should, they should understand. Mm-hmm. So even with my nieces and nephews now, I'm trying to adopt and tell, speak to them in tree or give them little words here and there so they can understand it. Yeah. Because that keeps a bit of their, their culture, their, yeah, their the, history, their, an, their ancestry. ancestry. Yeah. And so I think, I didn't really answer your question, but it kind of does answer your question at the same time. It's like, some people are just like, nah, I'm just happy with it. They don't really care. But at times when they do answer that question, where am I from? And you can't give them a proper answer you're going to start thinking twice about it. Mm-hmm. Unless you want to carry on... Just proclaiming that you're... That you're American, American. and then say, yeah, I'm American, or I'm British, or yeah. I'm Caribbean, whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what you want to carry on, then by all means, go ahead and do it, innit? But mm-hmm. there comes a point where you kind of need to be real of yourself, in it, yeah. And for you to help the future generation become more knowledgeable and make an effective change in this country and in others... They need to know their history. History, yeah, definitely. Don't spend time. Like, that's why I say, like, if fortunate enough when you have kids and your parents are still alive, like, ask, ask, 
yeah. <laughs> and even just leave your children with your parents like and let them immerse within the culture because mm. obviously like if you left uh, if you left your child if you when you when you have children you left them with your mom she'll talk to them in tweet Right, and that way they'll have to learn it exactly. they have no choice you see what I'm saying same way my mom could speak to them in Creole and they'll have to learn it yeah. they'll, they'll learn they'll understand it they'll be like okay yeah oh grandma and grandpa are talking about this exactly that's why I mean I can go Ghana and stuff like that I don't understand it I mean I do understand it so mm. sometimes like I go there and people like they'll speak tree and all that stuff and they'll chat shit in my face to me mm. and I'll look at them and they'll be like look he doesn't even understand tree yeah. and I'll be like you know, I heard you in it, and they're like, <sighs> and they're I like, think that's one of the best feelings, though, isn't it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they're like, bro, they're like, I didn't know you can, and I'm like, so it's good to do that because when you do go back, you don't get treated as like, oh, because, yeah, just, yeah, because right just, now in this generation, though, we are being divided in such a gr- like a great mass, yeah. Is stupid. So I go back to Ghana and people don't think I'm Ghanaian because I can't speak tree or to, I can't speak tree to that level. So I'll get robbed, not robbed, but I'll get bombs basically. They're trying to extort you. Yeah. They'll extort me. Mm-hmm. And they'll think, okay, he's British. He's like a British, British Ghanaian. Mm. But no, no, I'm still Ghanaian. It's just that I was brought sure up in a different country. Where is in Britain? Yeah. And, and I think that's where the problem is. Like, I think yeah, the I was, common enemy basically. Mm. Um, yeah, I think the common enemy is just the person that divides divides us bit by bit, and we are kind of they've they've started it, and we're just continuing we're just it. Just continuing it, yeah. Because I was gonna gonna move on to that point now. Now you've raised it, yeah. The fact that when you're here, it's funny because I see myself as Black African. Yeah. Like even though yeah, I, could, I might take Black British on the box for convenience. Mm. But I always, I'm black African. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Well, I say I'm British, but I'm black African. But back home, when I go back home, they call me Jesse. Same way they call you. Yeah, Charlie, yeah. Charlie, Charlie. It's like, rah. So I don't belong there. I definitely don't belong there. Now I've come back home, they're trying to say I don't belong here. Yeah. What's, what's good with that? Like, <laughs> it's a whole bit of dividing and saying, oh, you know what? Like, I think with a lot of. Like, a lot of my cousins, anyway, they're very jealous about, um, about I've come here. And I'm like, bro, I didn't choose to be here. You do know that. Like, I think they're just jealous because they think, obviously, they think we are living a life here. Yeah, they don't know the struggle. Do you know what I'm saying? And they're thinking, yeah, we're doing this, we're doing that, we're doing whatever. And I'm, like, we're doing bits and we're all living. And I said, yes, in comparison to you. To you, yeah. But we're still struggling. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like obviously I'm going back now they're going to think I'm up like and they're going to treat me differently because of that and because I can't speak obviously tree because I've got a British accent um, they're going to think no nah, you're not going in you're just trying to come here and steal our women and I'm like hold on you're women <laughs> and this is actually true so I remember I went to when I went to that foundation they was like yeah. yep if you come to Ghana they're going to think you're stealing their women and you're trying to like take away their um like take their business and stuff away from them and I'm like hold on you know Chinese people have been doing that for a very long time before that me like at least I'm your your people yeah and do you know what else side note of all of this um, in Ghana did you know only Ghanaian nationals are allowed to be in government oh really only Ghanaian nationals but 
Ghanaian nationals could be the Chinese, white, Russian, whoever in that country. As long as you're born in Ghana, you can be a government official, basically. Do you know what's weird? I was speaking to someone over there. I can't remember who I had a conversation with. But I brought up the fact that, can you be white and African? Like, can you be, you can't be black and European, can you? Because your blood is not European. Can you be white and African? So they'll, so like, for example, the same as we'll take black British, they'll say white African, basically. In, can you actually be African, be white and have African blood? No, because you're not African. Same way you can't be black, European. Yeah. Or black English, black yeah, Welsh. Yeah. Like you can't even like you see how South Africa has a large white population. Yeah, yeah. And some of them may refer to themselves as African. Mm. Are they actually African? No. They're, Euro- they're European. Yeah, you're European. Your Europeans first came over. Your South African citizenship. Yeah. In my in my in my definition anyway. Yeah. And other people they're like, yeah, you know, I'm African. But I think people can easily take on a nationality I've realised very easily mm. so for example like in America black people go out there and say you know I'm American mm. because oh my dad lived here my mum my sisters lived here my brothers lived there we've lived there for 25 years that makes me African American oh American sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. and the same thing with white people mm. in Africa they'll go there and say I'm Af- African because my dad was my dad came here 50 years ago and I've been here ever since so I'm African mm-hmm. but you're not but you're not the same thing as me my parents was my parents wasn't was born in Africa I was born here mm-hmm. but I'm still black African or African. if you want to do it black British mm. I'm not just British but do you consider yourself as British? no but some people do Mm. It's great, yeah. I don't. I, I think that's. Yeah, neither do I. I always say yeah. I consider myself as African. I was born in Sierra Leone, anyway. Exactly. But despite that, like all my my life, my childhood, and my adult life has been spent here. Like I came over here when I was one, so this is all I know. Yeah. But I've never considered myself to be British. No, because you're English, never. I'm, I'm not. Like you were saying at the, like you were saying um, off air, you're saying that. Due to our colour of our skin, as much as people say, may people may disagree to it, or whatever, but we can't come, we can't be equals at a white man's table. Mm-hmm. The same thing as if you go to Italy, and our previous um, star guest, Jay, was saying it. He was saying, Italians, you can come and eat with them, but if you get rude to them, they'll tell you, you're not on our level. Yeah. Don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So... In that same sense, if if we are looked at like that, we clearly understand we're not meant not meant to be here, but we're not equal to them. Yeah. In any sense. They've never viewed us as equal. You know what I'm saying? And even going back to that, um this is a little fun fact for everybody. Um this year they've only passed a bill to say that lynching is illegal in America. Is that that's crazy? <laughs> I don't. Really, I shouldn't be laughing, but that's actually yeah. crazy. It's only now that that's been um, a bill has been passed as that, 
And what makes it worse is that over 200 bills have been processed or not been processed, been put into, into a vault and it's been declined. 200. What, of this bill? Of the same bill. To stop making To stop lynching, lynching to make lynching just as illegal as murder. But lynching is murder. It's but it's not deemed, murder. nope, but it's not deemed as it. That's, I really can't understand. And it's taken to 2019. But remember, we were speaking off air as well. Like, I know we are digressing from our main point, but yeah. it's still related in in a sense. We were talking about um, colonization, yeah, and the fact that a lot of previous French colonies within Africa were made to sign the uh, continuous colonization pact, mm. which meant that um, I believe when it started, it was eight five percent of their bank reserves I think that's gone down to about 60% now over the years um, had to go back had to be sent to France mm. for them to play with it in the bank and be told um, and then tell the their Afri- told the Africans oh yeah whatever returns you get uh, it depends it's variable innit yeah. we'll, see, we'll see what we get <laughs> get back to you 500 billion Pounds, you no five hundred billion dollars. Dollars. Every single year is given to France from their ex colonies. That's mad. And then they, obviously, they play with that money. They turn that they're turning that into trillions and trillions and trillions. And you think if that money went to if that money was actually invested in the people, yeah, where will those countries be now? So yeah, but that's something France made the colonies sign. In exchange for independence, imagine that <laughs> you taking over my country. I say I want my independence. You say, yeah, I'll give it to you, but you got to sign this. What's this? Basically, it means that you're going to be giving me money forever. Wow. So yeah, colonization still takes place till this day. So please do not be fooled. That is mad to think about that. And we are in 2019. Wow. And let's think about that. Like, you don't actually realize that raw. Like, you know, there's so much that these people do behind. Like, obviously, because again, because you don't know your history, yes. and it goes and it goes right back to it. Mm-hmm. If you don't know your history, you don't know how you get robbed in it. It's it's uh, the world we live in is. <laughs> I don't even know what to describe it, but yeah, <laughs> Africa unite. Trust me, man. Yeah. Trust me, trust me. Um, oh, bruv, I don't even know what to even say anymore. Yeah. No, but it's like, I'll definitely say like, to all our viewers out there, if you do have the opportunity, whilst your parents are alive, ask them questions, man, because you'll find out stuff about yourself that you wouldn't imagine and it will come to, come to be a nice surprise and then it could even incline you to do further research and find like, just go a little bit deeper. And mm. find out who you really really are okay. and advise people you know what go back man wherever like I remember there's a there was a thing running in, in Ghana where they sort of want all like the expats and stuff like that to go back and um, like professionals or Ghanaian professionals or descendants of Ghana to go back and obviously build the, build, a country. build their country and build yeah. their economy and I think now as British in here, knowing that, that Brexit, Brexit and all that stuff and everything that's going on with this country, 
it's probably a good idea now to have that thought mm. and think, okay, you know, what can we do? What can we bring to the table? Yeah. To make our economy better in it. Mm-hmm. Because there is so many other nationalities that are going there and and making it killing and then exploiting us. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Ghana, I'm talking about everywhere in Africa. I'm talking about um mm-hmm. even in the Caribbean, I'm saying there's people that's got there. Because even in China, I think not China, sorry, even in um Jamaica, I've speak to my friend and they were saying that through year on year there is so much more Chinese people that are there now. Um having basic things like off license and stuff like that yeah. and just killing it. Coming and setting up businesses. So imagine if you came and set up a business within within your own country, gave jobs to those Yeah. Of your, your brothers and sisters, like what you're gonna do is just help your help better your country and just help better your your country's economy. Exactly. And your as you could say your continent's economy as well. Obviously for us being African, like going back home for me is one of the ultimate goals just to help my people out exactly in any way I can but also to help my black brothers and sisters across across the globe to be honest like like I said this world is made difficult for us so if we can't help each other then boy who can we help exactly yeah but yeah no definitely go and find out who you are <laughs> but yeah, yeah no, it's been a it's been a good episode it's been an interesting one very interesting uh, hope you've enjoyed it yeah man guys uh, thank you again for listening um, if you obviously have any views, if you want to discuss anything, um, what I'm going to try to do is I'm going to try to post, because this is the only episode we've actually video called, um, this actually podcast live. Yes. So the first one, the first one. So basically what I'm going to try to do is I'm basically going to try to put clips of it up. Um, of obviously everything that we said basically you're not going to see me through a lot of it because I've leaned back yeah, you, you <laughs> might see me in it but you'll see times you'll there, see abs so. in it all the time yeah, so you can put a face to the names so um, yeah but guys you know honestly thank you very much um, yeah we appreciate you listening and hopefully hear us up with some subjects actually yeah 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 I'm not like I've been waiting yeah. for subjects and stuff like that just talk about it. even stuff for me to learn or us to learn like, yeah just to become better even if the stuff that we're saying is wrong or or way off it'll be good for not to say be corrected but to be discussed so we can obviously understand and we can provide you better information mm-hmm. so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping the information we say is right because that's the information I'm reading yeah I <laughs> like I never make it off the top of my head see like, but you know what yeah we do read that some people like people, some people might find it surprising like, but we actually read a lot yeah, yeah definitely yeah. but but that's thing even sometimes when you hear stories about people you hear it from one side yes that's true so um, I was even hearing a story about Martin Luther King and the story that has been told to me through the story through his, like obviously through other people is completely different mm. so I was looking at how he grew up what did he try to do yeah. maybe his dad was like a massive pastor in I think was it at Atlanta? Alabama. Was it Alabama? No. He went to go to Alabama. Oh. And his dad was saying, no, 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 no. And he went there because he thought that that's what um, God wanted him to do. Okay. There was about two or three occasions where he wanted to quit completely. Mm. And say, you know, I can't do this. There's too much pressure. I'm getting too much death threats and stuff like that. And he carried on pushing. He had that inner core 
um, know you have that know you have that voice in yeah. your soul that speaks to you uh-huh. and he said at that time when he heard that voice he knew it was Jesus straight away but I was telling him to push 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 mm. so that's the reason why obviously we obviously get have a better life now because do you know what's funny what's reading Michael Mix's autobiography see that march yeah, that yeah. Done. it was supposed to be a black only march but what they'd done in order to make it more f- people friendly because yeah. the police in uh, because it happened was it in DC they marched on the White House was it the White House they marched yeah. on if I'm correct I could be wrong but I can't yeah, remember it was in Washington also it was in Washington yeah, yeah it was, it was in Washington DC. DC yeah but because police were scared of potential danger from a black crowd they invited Jews whites well not to say Jews are anything bad but yeah they invited people of other cultures and yeah. ethnicities to make it seem like it was a people's march rather than a black march when the whole point was it was about black people interesting but yeah you wouldn't know that because you just see it as yeah these it's a civil rights march but yeah Jewish people had rights white people have always had rights Asians have had rights yeah it's only the black man's human and civil rights that didn't exist mad so yeah but yeah, respect, big up to Brother Malcolm. Like, I actually love you, man. You're my hero. <laughs> You're a G. Uh, and with that being said, guys, thank you again. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, it's been a pleasure. Peace, love, prosperity. I live a better fucking life. This is my heritage. Child, I'm inheriting money and power. The mecca, I'm merited. Tell me something. You motherfuckers can't tell me nothing. I'd rather die than to listen to you. My DNA not for imitation. Your DNA an abomination.